0: Well, hello there, it is I, Rebecca Conran, your old pal, here on the News Story Podcast. This is not an energy report, um, and uh, although we will talk a little bit about some astrology, this is kind of a reintroduction, and also just a little bit of a chat, and a catch-up, and a um yeah, tuning into what what I've been thinking about, what's been going on. it might meander a little bit because in the past I used to really I used to really work on my podcasts for a long time in advance. I would I would write them all out about what I really wanted to share. And today, um, I'm just kind of, um, just following what I'm feeling like sharing in the moment. So um, I'll try to keep it short and sweet because I don't want to be boring to you guys with a, a long, meandering uh, uh, conversation with myself. Um, but I wanted to just uh, reconnect. You know, it's been probably at least half a year to a year since I've connected with some of you. Um this podcast is going to be directly on my iTunes uh, all being well if the integrations are still working I have forgotten how to do the actual podcasting itself technically so I'm hoping this thing gets up there um but I kind of wanted to talk about um who I am where I've been recently what's been going on um And then talk about some of the astrology of last week that really prompted me to, to reconnect with the podcast, I actually had absolutely no thought that I would be doing a podcast again, um, until a week ago. And I was like, you know what, I think I'm ready to, to go back to this and, um, and you know, I took a, I took a long break, and I think a lot of us probably have been taking a long break from social media, from, like what it is we're what it is we're sharing or saying. And for me, a lot of that had to do with my motivation. Um, I I don't know about you, but but seeing people on Instagram posting and some of the things that were being shared and. I just got real cringe and I felt like part of me, if my motivation wasn't coming from a really like, holy place, and I don't mean like goody goody two-shoes place, I just mean like if I wasn't sharing an authentic piece of myself, a genuine piece of myself, if it was somehow mired in some sort of approval or some sort of need, of validation, you know, it it just it became so apparent um, that feeling of cringe within that um, that it wasn't worth it to continue to go down certain channels. You know, for me, my questions are like, what's the relationship I want to have with my with people that might listen to me? Um, am I into fans and having fans, um, and what does that mean? I think a lot of my experience growing up as a Jehovah's Witness um, in a very, like, Orthodox Christian fandom, um, I... There's a part of me that uh, I want to help people, um, but I also don't want people to... I don't want to be there for them, and I want to share my experience, right? So how I feel like I help people is by living my life the way that I live it, and being brave. And I'm someone who's extremely interested in diving deep psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, um, in physical practice too. And I really wanted to, I want to be an example of that if I can. And sometimes I don't want to be an example of that if, if I want to be private. And so part of my process in being a practitioner is also to just really listen to those, um, inner promptings I get to, to rework my, my relationships with people I don't know just as much as people I do know my relationship with my own sense of motivation behind my work and behind what I'm sharing. And, um, just to maintain my own integrity so that, uh, I can, I can continue to do what feels like my purpose to me, um, which is to evolve myself. And if that evolution is a positive example to others, then allow myself to be seen, um, in that, uh, which is, I guess, um, an intimacy with, collective and that to me is my is my path and um so when I let go of the podcast I just really wanted space (laughs) I really wanted space and I really wanted to check myself and to consider what was an integrity for me and why am I using my voice am I using my voice because I need to be heard or am I using my voice because I like my voice and what I have to say, and I feel good about it, and I feel powerful about it. Um, One spirit message that's been coming in a lot recently, I've had a couple of interactions with bald eagles, um, and that was really helpful for me. One flew so close to me. It was like, just meters away and then a day two days later the next day um another eagle was flying up above me and they're pretty common in upstate New York it's not like you know it's not it's not totally rare to see them but this one eagle I was on this I was on this bridge and I was going for a run on this bridge and and uh, the bridge is kind of high up um So I'm higher in the air than I normally would be just like walking down the street. And um, this eagle is just like a couple of meters away. And it's like, it's like laser focused ahead. And its wingspan is enormous. And it just flew right over my head. And um, like, I could just really feel the intensity of it. Like this massive creature. And I was like, oh my god, thank you. For letting me live today, Eagle. Um, I appreciate you not just snapping my, popping my head right off. Um, But I was like, I need to look this up. Like, what's Eagle? I mean, I knew that it symbolically represented higher perspective, taking the higher perspective. But it was, its message and meaning to me was really about being laser focused on your highest vibration, your highest ideals, your highest I- integrity, um, regardless of the intensity that others might feel as you move through the world and make this ripple effect of a different kind of vibration. And um, the message to me was it might be terrifying for people, but... <laughs> um, But also exhilarating because that's what this experience for me was with this eagle. You know, I was like, wow, it's amazing to be in the presence of such focus and such um, power, really. And I think of power as choice, not as kind of the way that people experience power in today's world where power is like, I have some sort of control Over you or over, you know something and that gives me power to me power is when you like are your own authority and you're moving through the world and you have your own back, you listen to yourself, you're your number one supporter, you are your number one internal voice and to me, that is power. It's, it's being in your own choice and choosing yourself. And uh, it comes from a place of knowing that the universe, the creative force of the universe works through all of us, is all of us. We're all empaths. We're all psychics. We're all fucking mediums. We're all fucking powerful. If we allow ourselves to be a channel for that creativity to move through us, I mean, it's not even if we allow, we are doing it. There's no way around it. But when you're conscious of it, you can use it in a way that is helpful, is nourishing, is joyful. Um, As opposed to when you're unconscious of it and then your unconscious mind is the creative and that's creating all kinds of chaos and mess. And you're like, oh my God, the universe hates me and all these things are happening. So part of coming back to the podcast is, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my own story, my own narrative of my experience on earth. And if you've ever worked with me one-on-one, you know, I'm always like, don't. Get caught up in the stories. Don't get caught up in the narrative. Um, that's just a story. That's something that you're you're concocting. That's outside of the present. And for me, remembering though where I've come from and the experience of where I've come from has been extremely uh, empowering for me lately because it's been a really long time since I was like in the gutter. <laughs> But I was in the gutter. I was in the gutter for a long, long time. And I think that it's very important to not relive that experience, not to stay there, not to be like, oh my God, poor me, or oh my God, awesome me, or anything like that to do with like getting yourself out of, although maybe those are part of the process, but getting yourself out of rock bottom. But I think it's important to know where your wisdom came from that you hard earned it, you know, because sometimes, um, I think with everything that happened, like with January six riots and QAnon, and I I could really see where spirituality had a part in that, like modern day spirituality and wellness circles and conspiracy theory It also has its part in, um, in a lot of the spiritual circles that exist. Um, there are plenty of witchy, uh, practicing of astrology, like white supremacists, too. (laughs) You know, it's like Ronald Reagan used an Astrologer. Like, there, it's, it's all the way through, you know, and for me... Um, there was a real discomfort around like my own sense of integrity within the spiritual spiritual community. Um, and really of not wanting to be like lumped in at the time, like for the last few years with something that I might not be truly choosing because I think spirituality is so individual, Wellness is so individual. And there's a level of capitalizing that's being done on it right now. There's a level of homogenizing. Um, there are a lot of people who are working in wellness because they're choosing it as a career path, which is which is fantastic. It's great to want to help people, um, but I think sometimes like the help that's being received through. Um, Some of these channels is not coming from a place of personal experience. It's coming from a place of book experience. Um, And there's such a big difference between knowing the truth about your experience, knowing yourself, knowing about your own spirituality on an intense, physical, deep spiritual level and knowing it intellectually. Um, because a lot of us can know what our issues are and still, and and also know what the answers are and still not be connecting those two dots together. So, you know, I went off and I really looked at my own practice. I really looked at my, myself. Um, there are some things about myself that I was like, huh, you know, that's interesting. Those patterns are still there or, those feelings of inadequacy or vulnerability are still quite potent. Um, and I worked on it. (laughs) I worked on it, um, by myself and, uh, and, uh, and through my work with my clients too. And now I'm back because I feel like, I don't know, I don't know if it's worth it to kind of spend so much time talking about like where I was and where I am now in this regards, but I think that um, something in me switched where I just want to use my voice, period. And I think that whether I'm singing or I'm speaking, if I'm keeping myself in integrity in my life and in check, then something special happens when I open my mouth. And um, I'm just going to explore that and allow that to happen. Uh, without it being about anything other than that. And I think in the past, a lot of my work in uh, making a podcast and all of the fucking things I've done, I mean, I've done so much in the realm of spirituality from meditations that I've made and given away or whatever, or, uh, you know, my Reiki Oracle cards that I made books, classes, like, I mean, so much. And I think that it was really important at the time for me to have this sense of service and giving back. Um, but I don't really have that sense anymore. I'm not doing it because I have to fucking help people. Um, or because I feel like I have to pay a penance for all the stupidity in the early part of my life where I was shunning my spirituality and I don't feel like a savior and I need to make my voice heard so that then I can help people to change and then we can save our fucking world. I don't, I don't feel that way. I feel, um that that worked for me when it worked for me. And now that um, there is no real intention behind sharing other than um, I'm going to share when it feels good to share and, and use my voice. And when I don't feel like it and it doesn't it doesn't speak to me to do that. I'm not going to. So the structure of the New Story podcast might be a little bit different. Some months you might get four podcasts. Sometimes you might get one. Sometimes you might get none. And I'm really going to follow my own um, intuition. It's not going to be an energy report. It's going to be a probably a mix. Um, I am back to looking at astrology. I got to tell you, I fucked up, y'all. I did not... I was like totally like, you know what? I'm taking a big ass break from astrology and I wasn't tuning in at all. Like I was not reading a thing. I wasn't looking at my date book. And what happened was I moved the day that Mercury retrograde hit and it in, in May and it was just honestly just the worst. Anything tech anything technical that could go wrong went wrong. The truck got stuck on this fucking hill. We had to be winched out at like 3 a.m. It cost like $400 to get the truck winched out, this like box truck. We had to carry all our belongings up this massive steep hill in the middle of the night. I mean, it was like, and that wasn't even the first thing that happened. My partner got into a car accident with the truck and like, oh my God. And then I was like, girl, you need to just have a little looky-loo every once in a while. You don't have to do the energy report. But just take a peep because sometimes there are some days that are good to do things and then there are some days that are not good to do things. So a little bit about the astrology right now because there were a couple things I wanted to share with you that spoke to me um, from last week. And yeah, we're looking in retrospect, but that's totally fine because whether we look in retrospect or we look ahead and we're looking at what's going to happen in the future, what possibly could happen. It doesn't really matter because we are the um, choosers of our experience, right? And astrology, it says, well, you can integrate and process and learn uh, in this way or in this way. You know, here's the, here's the learning. Let me tell you what the questions are. That's what astrology does. It asks the questions. And then we live our life and we, we choose and we do whatever it is that we need to do based on our free will. So the new moon happened last week. And around that day, I forget what day it was. Uh, well, let me look for you. I'm looking at my little diary book. Bear with me. Okay, so it was, um, the new moon was on the 28th of July, that was eight days after my birthday, I turned 39, I'm middle-aged, which is great, and that is middle-aged, because, I mean, I guess I could be 78 when I'm, and still kicking for 10 more years after that, but I also, who knows, um, but anyway, it was, uh, just after my birthday, and Jupiter went retrograde on this day, and then, um, Um, two days later, we had this um, conjunction between Mars, the North Node, and Uranus, all at the uh, all around the 18th degree of uh, Taurus. And so I was like, hmm, let me look at my book Inside Degrees and really look at what this um, energy is. So the first thing I looked at was Jupiter retrograde, right? Because Jupiter is like, I did a whole podcast on Jupiter. It's on Patreon, um, which you can go and check out. Um, I'm going to make those podcasts uh, visible to everybody. But I did a podcast on Jupiter at the beginning of the year, and Jupiter in Aries, Jupiter is how we expand, right? It's our spirituality. It's, it's a, a benefit in the sky. So it's like brings blessings and gifts, but it can over inflate things, it can over indulge, it can overinflate, And in Aries, um, there is that possibility to kind of blow things out of proportion in terms of like self- uh, selfishness or like being angry, uh, violence even because of the Mars aspect to Aries. So it can over inflate, um, our sense of ego and, and things like that. But it also has brought a lot of new beginnings in, you know, a lot of new energy. So the Jupiter retrograde happened at, um, Aries nine ninth degree of Aries, in terms of like the Sabian symbols. And so I wanted to uh, read to you from my book Inside Degrees by Elias Lonsdale. This is a book I really love. It it talks, it gives you kind of like a, a beautiful creative description of each of the degrees of the zodiac. So the point for the Jupiter retrograde, which happened on the new moon in Leo, which was on July 28th, um, is a fat man in a state of reverie, smoking a hookah. Superior to the world, experienced and sophisticated, seeing in the future what you have seen in the past. At the next point in the spiral, bored and worldly wise, unchallenged by the pace and the wits of others, you're disdainful and haughty. Yet in the center of all this lies a fresh... Perception and a way of being as the outward husk has outgrown decadent, bearing inside new worlds, trumpeting outside your disengagement from old worlds. You walk an edge sharp and dangerous between your impatient dismissal of the past and all worlds linked with the past, and a hunger and yearning for a different world altogether that burns and aches and will not go away. Along that razor's edge lies destiny, half volatile half-triumphant. These two sides war and collide in a rivalry for who will decide the outcome. So I thought this was really interesting in terms of the new moon in Leo, which is really about, you know, setting like a rebirth of self-expression, right? And so this is talking about kind of how to integrate both the past and the future um, instead of it being so volatile between them Um, and just really being, feeling like you're on a razor's the edge of destiny. And I don't know about you guys, but I definitely have been feeling that way. I've had some really amazing insights that have come out, um, of the last week. And I think it all has to do as well with this Mars North Node Uranus, um, uh, conjunction that we've experienced too so we've got mars our action our forward movement you know um how we're going to put our energy into the world with the north node our karmic destiny how we are meant to grow um in this lifetime and uranus sort of like the the eclipse energy the bright light the flash of inspiration of ingenuity of the aha moment right all at taurus 19 so let me Read that degree to you. Taurus 19, a crown turns into goat horns. A remarkable instinct for the next lesson. Finding it, learning it, and drawing everything out of it that you can. Specialized in destiny activation and interested in nothing else. Purpose, Purposively driven to take up karmic lessons all the way. Wildly given over to what is taken on. Working the territory as hard as you can. Making way for something new by wearing out the old. Assigned to tough situations yet knowing it's appropriate. Super strong and especially tenacious and relentless. In deepest essence, sacrificing yourself so that something can happen here that is going to take a lot of doing. And inside it all, you are curiously resigned to whatever arises. Not very concerned because long-range results mean everything here. And a moment's or a lifetime's discomfort is a small price to pay when destiny is truly involved. You know, I've been, I closed my store last year uh, in the summer. It was not the right space for that. It was the right space. It was awesome space. I mean, it was gorgeous. It wasn't the right town for me. Um, It wasn't the right place for my personal growth. Um, I went and lived in the Bronx for six months with my partner, which was very difficult. Um, Living in a very small place with a lot of like um, issues with the building and I mean the roof leaking in every room and the building couldn't afford to fix the roof yet. So it's a co-op building. So we've just dealing with water pouring in the ceiling every time it rains. And it has rained a lot this year. Um, And so just having to go through things with my partner too and figure them out and just go through regular life things. The whole chop would carry water. um, But I've also kept my practice going and I've had just some wonderful experiences this last year. With my soul astrology readings and my um, spiritual counseling and my energy work, you know, I've had it's it's been it's been a, an interesting time of growth, and for me personally, I I've really been honing in on what it is that makes me the happiest, and how I can then share that um, with others because when I'm not very happy, I don't really feel like sharing. Um, And maybe that's the uh, Cancer Sun and Mars in me, Um, but I'm a naturally very joyful person and uh, I have a lot of of childlike qualities and I'm a fun-loving individual. And so when I'm cranky all the time and I'm like not liking, You know, I'm complaining a lot and I'm like, "Ugh!" and that to me speaks to either boredom with I'm not being, um, I'm not, uh, fully living into my potential because I'm not being challenged enough. Um, or, you know, I'm in an environment that is just not the right thing for me. So I decided to move out of the city again. Um, and, uh, out, out from living with my partner too. And I mean, he's great. He's a wonderful person. And now we see each other a couple of days a week. Um, but I'm a real <laughs> individualist and I like my space and I like my time alone. And ultimately he does too. Um, and it helps me to really be a better partner and a better everything around, more joyful person. So the last uh, four or five months I've spent just nesting in a new uh, place upstate, uh, our upstate place in Calico, New York, and working on the house, and um, I'm I'm actually doing um, private one-on-one retreats here now, and in the fall I'll probably open that up to having two people at the same time because I'll have an, another room open in the house. Um, right now I'm just inviting one person up at a time um, for a day, for two days, for three days, depending on their budget and their needs, to um, come and uh, stay at the house and eat a couple nice organic meals, have a one-on-one session of their choice to experience this peace and quiet, this really creative home. As you know, I'm an artist and a musician too, and I spend a lot of time Um, making things and sewing and uh, that that's a big part of my spiritual path too is that is that expression of art Um, so there's lots of like cool toys to play with here and esoteric books and all of those things so I really opened up to spending more one-on-one time with people which is something that I haven't done really thoroughly since probably 2019 uh, when I Um, when I moved out of my Williamsburg space in Brooklyn, uh, which I loved and it was such a wonderful place to, to meet with people and to practice one-on-one. And of course I had my store during COVID. Um, but I wasn't really doing one-on-one sessions because of obviously the pandemic and, uh, there was a little bit of a distance there. Um, so now I'm really making things a lot more personal again. And, um, looking to expand my practice. I'm, I'm, uh, I have an office that I'm, um, looking to open coming up here soon over, um, in the Hudson Valley area too. So, you know, on a personal level, I am a hundred percent that, you know, what happened for me last week was I was like, just, there was a lot of superfluous stuff that I've been kind of Hmm, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, what channel should I take? And um, it's like I just really became so uh, aligned with inspiration and my and my own fucking clarity in terms of becoming hyper focused again, on the stuff that makes me feel amazing, which is working with people one on one in in whatever capacity and just sitting there in intimacy and vulnerability with people and reflecting like a a higher beauty to them. And so um that is why I also wanted to bring the podcast back because um I guess my um like, how do I word this? Like, uh, I guess I was just ready to shine a light again. And I feel that I'm doing it for a motivation that is more pure than ever before. It's just like no motivation of like, let's just see what happens. And, um, I just feel called to to share. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, so for those of you who may never have uh, listened to me before, or those of you who've forgotten, um, a little recap. I a little recap. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to a re- little recap my entire fucking life right now? Um, you know, I came to spirituality... Um, in the late 2000s, 2010s, right? So like 2009, because I was on death's door. I wanted to die every day. I was suicidal. I was in incredible psychological pain. And um, I was a drug addict, and I had done everything, heroin, meth, cocaine, I mean, I was like a real abuser of any kind of drugs since I was probably about 13. Um, I grew up in a very, very uh, abusive home, Um, religiously abusive, verbally abusive, physically abusive. Um, I experienced a lot of sexual abuse through the church when I was younger, Um, and I actually last year ended up reporting one of those abusers. Um, and uh, and basically my life when it was empty of spirituality, which it was um, through my 20s when I was really suffering the most, I really just wanted to die. I really just wanted to die. And I was homeless for a year and then I was working in the field of production design. I was homeless because I had been like, I just made so many mistakes. Um, And it wasn't, I had a great job through my 20s. I was a production designer in film and television. I made good money, but I was just, I just wasted it. I was wasteful. I was just living life in such a decadent place of self-abuse. And um, I... I knew that I just had to change everything about my life. And I made a commitment to change everything about my life. So I had always been like, psychics are fucking Pharisees. Intuitives are fucking Satanists. (laughs) You know, Uh, I had been totally anti-spirituality, new age spirituality for sure. Um, Thought it was all just hokey bullshit. And um, I had this come to Jesus moment where I was like, you can't live like this. Well, actually what happened was I tried to commit suicide and I lived and I tried to commit suicide twice in one day in like one 24 hour period. And I woke up the second time I was in the hospital and I'm like, fuck, I can't even fucking kill myself. Like I don't even have the choice to do this. Uh, which is such a blessing because some people don't have that kind of an experience with that. For me, what a fucking blessing that it it, it didn't stick um, and didn't, uh, you know, it, it's such a fluke, right? And um, so I was like, you know what, I've got to change every single thing I'm doing. I'm going to have to change everything I think. And so a couple days after I got out of the hospital, I went, uh, which I was held there, I went to this wellness center. I was living out in California at the time. I went to a wellness center and, um, you know, this intuitive that I worked with at the time, she just knew, she just knew all these things without me having to, say them um and like intuitives do like we like we know these things and um i wasn't giving any information away i was like if you're psychic you'll know um and sure enough she was just like she said something to me that i had just been saying right i'd been like saying to people in my life like i just feel like the universe isn't ready to let me go and she was like, "The universe isn't ready to let you go," and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, this was my first experience of a synchronicity or a, you know, an alignment between an intuitive piece of guidance that somebody was validating for me." And from then on, I. Uh, I had to figure out how to rebuild my life in every way financially. I had to figure out how to not be living on couches and and be able to afford a, an apartment again. Um, I found a space in Williamsburg that many of you visited because I was there for 15 years and it was an amazing space and it became a place of healing not just for me but for others and I had even my treatment space there. And uh, I started on a long road of putting myself through the paces. I'm a coach because I was coached for years and I still work with my mentors and teachers. Um, Not as much, maybe a couple times a year, um, one time a year maybe uh, this year um, because I kind of know what they would say to me <laughs> now, you know, and I think sometimes like, do I need... Do I need to speak to them or or can I hold myself accountable in the way that they would? Um, but I put myself through the paces and I went to school for nutrition and I was trained in, you know, properly being a coach and was certified. I've been certified in yin yoga. I've been certified in Reiki energy work. I've taken dozens and dozens of classes and courses Um, I read extensively um, about astrology for the last 10 years, which is why I have uh, any information I have now on it. Um, And uh, I just put myself through the paces. And I'm a student. I'm a student of my own healing. I am my own best healer. And that's really why I um, work with other people too, the intention behind it is to help them to understand that they are their own best healer. And one of the things I think is not working about healing today is there's way too many fucking people around uh, that are uh, so jazzed to be the identity of a psychic or a medium that they want to... They're almost like holding people hostage with their with their future, you know, their... Um, Figuring out the future for other people and the other person's reliance on them as a practitioner. And I've definitely experienced that with my teachers and mentors. And I, and I really try not to be that for my clients in any way. Have them be reliant upon me because this is something I see that is really not working within the spiritual community. Um, you know, we are not foretelling the future of other people. We can look at the energy, we can look at the opportunities, and people are living into that. I've had psychics tell me that my dad was going to die shortly, he's still alive. I've had people tell me that I was going to meet the love of my life when I was 34 and get married. I'm still, I am I mean, I met my partner at uh, 37, but uh, we're not married, you know, Um and I think this kind of information is damaging. I think lead a person to their own power, their own singular focus, where they're the fucking eagle in their lives. And that is what I'm going to continue to use my voice for and my uh, experience as a practitioner to um, also shine a light on on the um, the bullshit, you know? There are many powerful healers that were also abusers. And yeah, a lot of them were male. Um, Osho, John of God, Bikram. I mean, they were good practitioners, though, too. They had gifts. They had true gifts. But their human self, which is what we all are, too, needed a sense of something from their um, the people that they were working with that was wounded, and came from a place of trauma that was not being worked through. And I think, um, you know, for anybody that is a practitioner, our integrity as someone who is there to help others realize that they are their own best healer, we're there to facilitate as a practitioner, we're not there to save so anyway, that's just my little my little uh, two cents today. So you know, I um, I'm here, and um, I'm gonna continue to to share. I have some other insights I want to share at a later date uh, about kind of the energy of this time. What's going on? if you listen to my podcast in the beginning of the year, you know, it really is about finding inner peace. It's about finding inner peace this year. And um, like, where's our place of inner peace? Well, it's free of the validation of others. It's free of um, the noise of the outside world. And it's obviously free of our insecurity and our fear and within all of that, inside of us, is this place of peace. And I think just like the astrology last week was showing us with the Mars-North Node-Uranus conjunction, like, everything gets really intense before the clarity, right? So it's okay for things to be chaotic and just really like, oh my god, my fucking head is going to explode before relief comes and that's the sacrifice right is the sacrifice is in going oh I've got to stop banging my head against the wall and actually just let it all go let go of needing to know figuring things out let go of pushing my agenda let go of an actual situation just stop doing whatever I'm fucking doing understanding that I have to change every single thing about what I'm doing maybe right? How I'm thinking, how I'm behaving, my routines, my rituals, and allow clarity to come to me and focus to come to me and peace to come to me through my surrender. And I've said this before on this podcast, but the actual etymology of the word surrender is to give back the highest part of ourselves. And to me, that's so profound that when we're actually sacrificing, you know, our expectations, our attachments, our needing things, needing to know something, needing to figure something out. We're actually, that is when we are giving up the highest part of ourselves to ultimately to our own wisdom. And that is when the answers come in. Um, Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this little getting to know me again. Um, I am curious about where everybody is at, what your questions are. Um, if you would like to send me a question on Instagram that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, I would love to do that. You can send me a message at Rebecca Conran, R E B E C C A C O N R A N, and I will definitely check that out. The great thing about Instagram is that your questions can only be as long as that one. Caption that you can send to me <laughs> So if you find that it's a novel Maybe it's not a question and maybe you need to work with me one-on-one a little bit more But I would love to hear kind of what's on your mind? What what are you kind of working on at the moment in terms of like What are your biggest spiritual questions that you're experiencing? Please send them to me and I will um, put that all together For my podcast moving forward, this new story where we're creating a new narrative for ourselves all the time, but we're never getting stuck on any one narrative or never getting stuck on any one identity. We are just considering the fact that it's all fucking crazy, isn't it, y'all? It's all just a big fucking illusion, dream, story, fantasy, uh, psychedelic insane experience and we're kind of just surrendering to that and going, all right, well, I guess I'll just kind of see what tomorrow brings. Um, go to my website, com for, uh, my one-on-one sessions for my, uh, which are booking right now two weeks in advance. My, um, one-on-one private retreats are on there if you're in the New York area um, or the Pennsylvania area. Um, I'm in Calico, New York, and it's right on the river. It's a beautiful river for swimming. It's gorgeous, natural, walkable little town. There is a bus that comes here from New York City, uh, which I can arrange pickup from. So there's that and, you know, just go explore and see, you know, if you, if you feel inclined to work with me, maybe there is something on there, uh, that might help you. I'm also doing my, um, three month recorded forecasts based on astrology, your astrology too. So maybe that's something that would benefit you is to get a 30 or 40 minute, uh, recording that answers some of your questions that you might have, uh, based on your own astrology. All right, loves. Well, I look forward to continuing to share with you and to connect with you, and I'm sending you so much love, and um, I'm just hoping that this uh, podcast comes to you, and it just gives you a little boop, a little cute, loving boop right on your nose. All right, lots of love. Bye.